the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Let's get this thing started with Mr. Les Brown. And I love this clip because, you know, I always tell people that when I did my first personal training session, I used to be a personal trainer. I did it for about 10 years. And when I did my first session, it was the worst session in the world. I mean, looking back, that first two months or so of training sessions, like I should be paying them their money back. When I did my first YouTube video back in 2007, it was terrible. It was a bad video. It was very, very poorly done. My eyes were darting all over the place. Every other word I would say, all right, all right, all right, over and over again. My first podcast that I ever did, the Underground Wellness Radio Show, that interview was not that great. But the thing is, is I got better and I got better. And I got better. And I remember hearing somewhere that anything worth doing is worth doing poorly at first. But most people, when they start something out and they're not good at it, they'll quit immediately because it's hard or because it didn't turn out the way that they wanted it to turn out. No, you have to understand that if it's worth doing, it's worth doing really, really badly. But the next time you do it, you're going to do it a little bit better. And the next time you do it, you're going to do it a little bit better. And the next time you do it, you're going to do it a little bit better. And then the time goes on and you look back, you go, oh, my gosh, I've gotten so much better at this. I've become a master at my craft. But the way you become a master at your craft is by doing it really, really badly at first. And so today's quote of the day is this. Anything worth doing is worth doing badly until you get it right. Here's Les. Let me tell you what money does. Number one, it gives you control over your life. Write that down. Number two, it gives you options. Three, it allows you to live a life of contribution, to contribute to things that you feel strongly about, like this ministry and the work of Project 2000 will be doing to change the lives of young people. Bishop Jake's vision is if we can have Little League football teams and baseball teams and basketball teams, then we can have Little League dermatologists and cardiologists and endocrinologists. So he's now establishing an institution, Project 2000, to give our young people the methods and the techniques to reinvent themselves as we go into the next millennium. And this era that Peter Drucker calls the era of the three C's, accelerated change, overwhelming complexity, and tremendous competition. So here's the first step to accumulating wealth. If you expect to do it, write this down. You must be willing to do the things today others won't do. In order to have the things tomorrow others won't have. That's why the Book of Life said the road to life is straight and narrow and few there be that find it because few there be that are willing to do the things today others won't do. In order to have the things tomorrow others won't have. What are the things that others won't do? Number one, make discipline a major force in your life. How many of you know if you'd have been more disciplined, you'd be further along to reach your goals right now? Socrates said the undisciplined life is an insane life. The road to life is straight and narrow because few there be that are willing to discipline themselves. Here's something else that most people won't do. Make it okay to fail. A lot of people, 85% of people, allow their fear of failure to outweigh their desire to succeed. Repeat after me, please. Anything that's worth doing is worth doing badly. 
Yeah. See, anything is worth doing is worth doing right, as we have been taught, if you know how to do it. But if you don't know how to do it, it's worth doing badly until you get it right. I bet you, and I wasn't there, I bet you that when Bishop T.D. Jakes first stood up to preach, when he gave his trial sermon, he did not have the command, he did not have the mastery, he did not have the confidence, he did not have the depth, he did not have the capacity to translate and milk scripture like he did last night when he first started out. Now write this down. You don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to be great. The first time I stood up to speak, I stood up and my mind sat down. I looked at the audience and I panicked. I had to introduce a play at school. Uh, we're about, we're about to start a, uh, uh, ran off Mr. Washington. Mr. Brown, where are you going? Uh, Mr. Washington, I, I can't think, sir. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Did you rehearse? Yes, sir, I did. Well, what's wrong? Why did you say your lines? I, 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 don't, I don't know, sir. I, I just I got up there and I looked at him and everything left me. Let me do it another day, please, sir. No, go back out there, Mr. Brown. Mr. Washington, I'll mess up, please, sir. Don't, 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 don't send me out there now. I'll mess up. Mr. Brown, if you run now, you will always be running. Anything that's worth doing is worth doing badly until you get it right. Why are you moving like that? I got to go to the bathroom, sir. Mr. Brown. Go back out there. Yes, sir. We have about to start a play called 12 Angry Men, directed by Mr. Leroy Washington. And I ran off. The next day, hey, I fell Hey, Les Brown, how are you? They dogged me out. They talked about me so bad. The next time another event came up, Mr. Washington, Mr. Brown, you're up. I said, no, Mr. Washington. Everybody says, no, not him. I said, they're right, Mr. Washington, not me. He said, Mr. Brown, you're up. Yes, sir. And I went out and pretty soon when people laughed at me, it didn't bother me. They would throw paper and I could catch it without losing my concentration. And then one day, I came out and a hush went across the audience because it must have been something about me that indicated that I had come to myself. And Mr. Washington had been practicing with me to give a presentation. And I looked at the audience and I said, I choose not to be a common man. It's my right to be uncommon if I can. I seek opportunity, not security. I do not wish to be a kept citizen, humbled and dull by having the state look after me. I want to take the calculated risk to dream and to build, to fail and to succeed. I refuse to live from hand to mouth. I prefer the challenges of life to the guaranteed existence, the thrill of fulfillment to the stale calm of utopia. I will never cower before any master, nor bend to any threat. It's my heritage to stand erect, proud and unafraid, to face the world boldly and say, this I have done. Girl stood up say, that's my boyfriend, honey. I like me some less brown, baby. <laughs> but I didn't start off like that.
All right, friends, that was Les Brown firing you up on the Motivation Monday. His website is lesbrown.com. If you want to watch today's entire talk, it is on YouTube. Look up Les Brown. Don't wait for opportunity created. If you want to read Les Brown's book, Live Your Dreams, it is in the QOD speaker section of the Quote of the Day bookstore at qodbooks.com. That's it for me. Have a lovely day. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.